Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, comicbook.com's official Pokemon podcast. I am apparently your only host, Christian Hoffer, uh, joining you today on this glorious May 8th. Uh, It is interesting because this podcast, uh, this episode of the podcast, is the first episode that we have uh, in which the podcast is now four years old. And what better way to celebrate it than with an episode featuring myself and literally only me? Who needs Jim? Who needs Megan? Not me. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, this is uh, this is the Pokemon podcast. Usually Jim would be uh, Jim would be, you know, making quips and stuff like that. But he's not here. And neither is Megan. They both have other things to do. They have lives and responsibilities. And, you know, and the worst part about it is, I'm going to tell you this, because no one can stop me because it's only me today. I can't even talk about the thing that I'd like to talk about, which is a certain game that comes out this week because I am legally not allowed to speak about this game, whatever it could be, until like Thursday. So I can't I I can't even, you know, go and, and, and talk about that sort of stuff. So we're just going to have to talk about Pokemon instead. Uh, anyways, uh, this is this is a uh, this is a Pokemon podcast. Uh, we talk about all things Pokemon here. If this is your first episode, welcome. Uh, we are not only found on the podcasts places. I don't know. Like what what do we even call those like podcast aggregators? Like, you know, the, the Apple podcasts and Spotify's and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we're also found on Twitch Live every Monday at noon Eastern at twitch.tv slash comic book. And also uh, a new development. We can also be found on Discord. That's right. Our little podcast, our little plucky podcast has a Discord now. Uh, you can find that by going to Twitter. Um, uh, maybe later, if you're watching this live on Twitch, uh, we'll we'll get the link to it up. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I, I is uh, semantics here today. I haven't seen him, so I don't know if we can actually post the link in the in the the comments or not. Uh, but we'll get to it. Um, and like I said, you can find us on uh, Twitch. Uh, which are, 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 excuse me, you can find that link on Twitter. Our official Twitter is at, uh, you know, Pokemon Pod CB. Um, and yeah, the Discord is popping. It's, it's been nice. It's been pretty chill. We, we talk a bit about Pokemon and card pools and, you know, things like that. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's been a fun week. Uh, how else can you support the podcast? It's uh, let's see here. What what else can you do to support the podcast? Leave us five star reviews on Twitch. Uh, not on Twitch. Don't I don't think you can leave five star reviews on Twitch. I uh, leave five star reviews on uh, various podcast services. Apple uh, really our ranking has increased uh, a lot over the past few months, and it's thanks to you guys. Uh, not only are you listening to us. Uh, you are also leaving five-star reviews. And if we read your five-star review on the air, you get a sticker. Uh, Jim can go through that entire process. We do have a couple new ones, but I'm not going to read them because 
um, you know, I, I want to make Jim read them so that people get their stickers. Um, so let's see here. I, I guess it is time to talk about, uh, you know, uh, Pokemon. Uh, give me one second and I'll pull up the, the list of things to talk about and then we will talk about them. Uh, as we talk about Pokemon and only Pokemon, certainly nothing else, no other tangents or anything like that. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, the, the, the first thing um, is, um, uh, okay, uh, hang on. I, I'll get the Discord link here in a second. Uh, give me one second. I will send that over to our uh, folks and uh, they will, uh, to, to our producers, and they will go and get it taken care of. Give me one second, and I'm going to do that right now. Do, 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 do. Sorry, I have to do all the things today because it's only me. Um, so I've just sent that so we can get that in the comments. Uh, so a few few things going on this week. First and foremost, uh, people only have about one more week to complete the Walking Wake and Iron Leaves raids, and they have announced another Pokemon Scarlet and Violet raid. Uh, it feels like these things just, I don't know, keep happening every weekend. Uh, so this time it will be a Rock-type Chestnut. Uh, so this will be the first time, the first time I believe the Chestnut has been available in a Pokemon game since Pokemon X and Y. Uh, I do not think that uh, Chestnut or, you know, Chespin, its pre-evolved form, has been able to be uh, caught or obtained in any other game since X and Y. Maybe Pokemon Sun and Moon? Because I know there was the way to... You you could uh, get a couple of starter Pokemon in Pokemon Sun and Moon, but I don't think Chest the, the Gen 6 ones were were included in those. So, yeah. So, Chestnut, that, that will, you know, run two weekends. Oh wow! Uh, wow, Google. Uh, we just got a ton of. Uh, 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 there's all the links. So our links are now on the Facebook and on the Twitches and all that stuff. So however you're listening, uh, you can now join the Discord. Come and join the party. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So Chestnut will be available this coming weekend, which is starting like May twelfth, and then we'll run again in two weeks. Um, meanwhile, uh, Iron Leaves and Walking Wake will only be available through May 14th. We'll talk a little bit more about this entire, this pretty aggressive raid schedule, um, you know, because it's it's been uh, an interesting one. And, um, you know, we, uh, sorry about that. Uh, we, we, we'll be talking about uh, kind of like the raids and how all of that has been working out in our main section. Um, if, if you want to know about, uh, chestnut, uh, how to beat chestnut, uh, probably golden go. Uh, so there's that. Um, so the next up, uh, you know, we were going to talk about some anime stuff, but it, it always feels weird to talk about the Pokemon anime without Megan. So we're not going to do that. Instead, we're going to talk about some, uh, weird, uh, uh, Pokemon trading card game news. We got, we got two, uh, like a, basically like a three fur. Uh, the first thing is uh, the Pokemon trading card game online will officially be shutting down next month because the Pokemon trading card game live, which is both the app and you can play it on the web and you can download it for your computer officially moves out of beta on June 5th and Pokemon trading card game online, which has been around for a decade uh, will be, uh, will be, sunsetting on the same day so this is meant to uh coincide 
with the release of Paldea Evolved, which I'm sure we'll have lots of cards of and stuff like that. So that will be interesting. Um, so we, we have that. So Pokemon Trading Card Game Live is 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 officially going live. I, it's been live for like a year. Like I looked this up because they like sent out a press release about it. And they're like, yeah, you know, we're, we're finally going live. I'm like, you you weren't before? Um, and, uh, apparently not. They've been in beta for the last six months. Uh, but the big thing is if you do use Pokemon trading card game online, if you are one of the holdouts, you need to migrate all your cards from online to live in the next, uh, six months. No, it's been live more than Kanda because I've seen that other people have been able to play it. Um, like you can, cause you can transfer it now. You can transfer all your cards over there now. So it's like a live beta. It was originally a closed beta that was live in Kanda. Calder, but it has been an open beta for several months now. Uh, so there's that. Uh, and news that is pertinent to uh, Megan, but she's not here, so she can't properly enjoy it. All of those really cool Eevee artworks, uh, you know, the Eevee artwork that uh, you Nagaba uh, did the, officially for, you know, Pokemon trading card game. They're doing promo cards and they're using this uh, really famous artist over in Japan who did some like line art. Uh, featuring the various Eevees. They all have like cute little unibrows. Uh, those depictions of Eevee uh, will be found. Uh, they're making a merchandise line, uh, but beyond just the merchandise line, uh, they're also making shirts featuring those Eevee art styles. And the best part about it is the company that they are using, which is, give me one second. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up as we speak. Um, do, 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 do. Who is it for? Uh, apparently it is going, oh, it's through beams, uh, and it'll be available starting on May 20th. And most importantly, they ship outside of Japan. So if you are willing to pay an arm and a leg, you can get some really cool EV t-shirts and stuff like that. They are available in black and white. So you get your choice if you want white line art or black line art and it's opposite colors, obviously. Um, so yeah, so there's that cool little bit of Pokemon trading card game news. And now the weirdest bit of Pokemon trading card game news. They have announced uh, over in Japan uh, a, a new kind of like subset of cards that are basically, uh, they, basically they are releasing 10 starter decks. Okay. Each starter deck comes with a, a, a new type of EX card, which includes a couple of popular ones, Decidueye, Victini, Greninja, uh, Clefable, uh, Houndoom, Bellmetal, in addition to Mirrodon and uh, Corridon, who I actually think that the Corridon card is a new card. Yeah, I think that's a that is a different Corridon EX card than the Corridon EX that's in the base set. Um, so that is uh, pretty interesting. So they're releasing these, but the thing is they are release, releasing starter decks basically as like blind starter decks. So you buy a starter deck, you don't know which starter deck you're getting, and it's one of eight. And they will have these EX cards made specifically. Uh, and I think like there's like 150 cards in this actual set. And so like the the, the set contains a bunch of different cards that you can only get by buying these star decks over in Japan. Now, we don't really know how these will be coming over to the United States. Uh, they have been going and releasing uh, promo like 
but you know, like you know how like the Pokemon trading card game is. They t- sometimes release cards, um, you know, in sets. They like will mix and match. So we could see these cards get integrated into stuff like Paldea Evolved or Obsidian Flames, and you know, a thousand other things. Or, you know, uh, they they could be saved up and used as you know filler for whatever like the uh, special. Uh, holiday set will be, which nowadays they think that the Pokemon 151 card set is going to become our holiday set, and so they might use the starter card, the starter box cards, uh, to kind of like mix and match and integrate and do all of that jazz. Um, so a lot of intrigue, a lot of cards, uh, you know, are are going to be uh coming over here, and we don't know how yet. Um, yeah, Fusion Strike Calder was a uh, infamous one. Cal- a Fusion Strike. Uh, was basically a hodgepodge of like three or four sets. It it was, and that's why it was so huge, like in terms of just like number of cards. Uh, it's because they were just thrown in cards left and right. Um, uh, so that news is is pretty weird. Um, but uh, like I said, some of the big news is is you know basically we're getting a lot of EX cards released outside of. Um, no, outside of normal sets. And so they have to make their way into the United States. And like, I was noticing, like, there's a couple of sets, cards in Scarlet and Violet uh, that I noticed. I was, I was thinking to myself, why are these cards in here? Like, uh, like Mareep and Flaffy are in, but Ampharos isn't. It's because they pulled out the Ampharos EX card. And now it's either in like a box or like a, a special starter set. So you have to buy the, 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 promo card either individually or through separate merchandise in order to actually get the cards that make those cards make sense it's kind of goofy i don't really understand that to be 100 percent honest like i I understand pulling out certain like i don't mind when the pokemon trading card game uses like alternate alternate art or stuff like that and to help sell the box boxes which come with all of the um different lines that you know that that you know you get like five or six packs and stuff like that but i really hate when they don't make certain cards available in core sets it just really bugs me in a fundamental way i don't know maybe it's because i've gotten back into the trading card game i've just fallen back into bad habits um but i don't like the idea of having to buy a ten dollar starter deck uh in order to get one card to keep my master collection going um i have um <laughs> super boy 2k6 has asked can we make the back half of this episode of q and i don't know maybe uh, <laughs> uh we'll, we'll see how much we'll, we'll see how much time I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job of filling time guys uh you know our, our podcast listeners are going to be like wait christian is you know just ranting for 20 minutes yeah yeah i am i'm just ranting i just talk apparently this is christian hoffer unfettered um unleashed talking all about pokemon cards and ranting about pokemon cards yeah but anyways uh this this i was thinking about this this weekend about like how i don't like when they pull cards out of the promos because you know big news in the christian hoffer household uh i have every non-secret rare uh from pokemon uh, from the scarlet and violet expansion now i i went and bought the last singles that i needed so that now I have every non-secret rare. And, you know, it, by this definition, uh, in the, the core 198 cards, I have all of those now. Um, 
<laughs> I'm not going to answer any questions about any hypothetical Zelda games that may or may not be downloaded on my Switch right now. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I refuse. Uh, you know, I I don't want you know uh, Greg Bowser not to be confused with Bowser to show up at my doorstep and strangle me to death. Uh, it would be very sad. Um, so I will not be answering any questions about any games that I'm not allowed to talk about. Sorry, friends. Uh, but uh, back to the thing. I I, I have uh, all 198 normal Pokemon Scarlet and Violet cards, and I was just like, you know, I really I really frustrates me because each type of card you know so grass type fire type each of them have at least one ex and i think they just pulled ampharos x out because they already had corridon ex and magneton ex so they're just like we don't want a third electric type ex let's just stick it in a promo deck and i was like no no give me my freaking cards man i want the chance to randomly get these or at the like and i know i can buy buy singles of like the ampharos ex but i don't want to i just don't want to Anyways, so enough about Pokemon trading card games. Uh, let's talk about the Pokemon trading card game. Uh, so over the weekend, here's a fun story. Antiques Roadshow, you know, the, the show beloved by both uh, old people and young people. I know a lot of folks my age, and I guess I'm not that young. I'm like in over the hill 30s. Um you know, who, who love Antiques Roadshow, but my generation firmly loves Antique Roadshow. Uh, anyways, um, the latest episode of Antiques Roadshow featured Pokemon cards. Uh, somebody brought in a binder containing uh, what appeared to be like the base, like basically the uh, it was a card set of the original 151 Pokemon cards, which didn't quite make sense because like um, not all the card, like it was more than just the base set. There was like, you know, clearly cards in there that are, um, you know, came from fossil and jungle, uh, but it wasn't like individuals of each Pokemon card. So I, I don't quite know how this mini set got compiled, but a woman brought it on. Uh, she's had these cards since she was a child, and apparently her mom bought her a complete set. It's not actually complete, as we've just established, but bought her a complete set of Pokemon cards, of these early Pokemon cards, because she felt that her daughter was getting taken advantage of while trading cards. So she went and bought a, a set of Pokemon cards for like 35 bucks, and it includes... A lot of shadowless cards. It includes uh, a shadowless Mewtwo. It includes a shadowless Charizard. Uh, it was missing, I think, like an Alakazam, maybe. Uh, but basically, um, they and so we got to listen to uh, an Antiques Roadshow person. Now, uh, to their credit, they brought on like the host that they brought on was a younger dude. Like he was probably like my age. And so he was like, yeah, no, your cards are worth a lot of money. Uh, and they were all in pretty good condition. The uh, the host said they were all probably in like the eight to nine ranges. Uh, so ungraded as a set, uh, they were uh, about $15,000. Is she from New York? Uh, the episode was in Connecticut, so it's possible. Um, you know, uh, but uh, they basically said that the, the, the binder, if she sold it in bulk, it was like worth $15,000. They mentioned that the Mewtwo was probably worth like twelve hundred. The Charizard was worth three thousand. And then the dude was like, you know, if you had uh, sold this like two years ago, that Charizard card was probably worth like eight, nine thousand dollars, ungraded, shadowless, you know, pretty good condition Charizard. Uh, yeah, you know, you're it's it's like halved in value in the last two years. 
Um, and I, I actually thought that was fascinating because I didn't realize that the vintage market had cooled off like that. Like, uh, I, I knew that, you know, the modern market has kind of fluctuated a lot, but it's kind of like stabilized. There's a few cards that are, you know, still worth a lot of money. And who knows, that might be because of market manipulation by factory workers. But uh, the, the normal cards have, uh, you know, the vintage cards uh, have, have uh, you know, I thought they have kept increasing in value. I mean, I, I spent way more money on my Charizard card than I would have liked. And my Charizard card is probably a six or a seven. It's certainly not an eight. The nice thing is about that Charizard card, it does not have any scratches on its foil, which means that it's probably been sitting in an, either a binder or a sleeve since it was, you know, since it was obtained. And I like that. I appreciate that. Um, so, but anyways, uh, the clip of the Antiques Roadshow uh, talking about Pokemon, which made me die a little bit inside because, you know, I guess we're officially old now because, I mean, the cards have been around for 25 years, not really an antique, but kind of sort of, you know, like uh, those those are officially like vintage, uh, vintage uh, cards to the to the youngins. Um, and uh but yeah, if you want to watch that clip, it's available on YouTube at the Antiques Roadshow YouTube channel. That's right, Antique YouTube Roadshow has their own YouTube channel because they're modern and hip and fresh and they keep up with the times. Uh, anyways, uh, this is probably a good time to come back, uh, to, to go on our break uh, because we have to pay for the show. And when we come back, uh, we are going to talk a little bit about the Pokemon Live Service model that seems to be in all the Pokemon games and whether or not it's working. So uh, we'll be back in 60 seconds, uh, so stay tuned. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oh God, we're back. Well, by we're back, I mean I'm I'm back. Uh, nobody popped in to join me during the minute that I was gone. Jim should be around at some point in time, so maybe he'll make appearance. Maybe he won't make an appearance. Um, but in the meantime, I guess it's up to me to just have this very one-sided discussion about the Pokemon live service model. So this all came about because over the weekend. I saw uh, somewhere, I forget if it was on Reddit or if it was on Twitter, people talking about the chestnut raid that was just announced. And the vast majority of people, the reaction seemed to be, oh, another one. Uh, totally devoid of excitement, uh, no anticipation. And I realized that how like the Pokemon company and game freaks way of approaching Pokemon Scarlet and Violet has been kind of this quasi live service model because every weekend there's another time limited event 
Um, you usually only have one or two chances to, to do it. And if you miss out on it, they have not explained if you will ever be able to get any of these Pokemon ever again. Like, we don't know if you will be able to get Walking Wake or Iron Leaves after this coming weekend. I still need to go and do mine. Uh, I will probably be on uh, on the Discord asking for some help uh, here in, in the coming weeks, especially Iron Leaves, since I don't have a copy of Violet that is to the point where I can just do that on my own. Um, so, uh, but I was thinking about the rather aggressive nature of Scarlet and Violet's, like, cycle. And I, I understand that part of it is the Pokemon company is kind of stalling for time. And, uh, you know, they, they have the two DLC, which will be released later this year. But unlike Pokemon, uh, Sword and Shield, uh, the first DLC, we had new content. I think in June, if I remember correctly, the first DLC for that came out in June and it was it was pretty good. Like, you know, uh, Isle of Armor really expanded the game and actually really made uh, Sword and Shield, um, you know, feel like a much better game, uh, like a more full Pokemon experience, uh, more equivalent to what we got in Sun and Moon or X and Y. Um, and Scarlet and Violet's DLC will not be ready uh, for a few more months. And for good reason, they're still trying to fix the core Scarlet and Violet game. But these these raids, by doing them every basically every two weeks, whereas with what we got in Sword and Shield with the Gigantamax raids, we got them like maybe at a clip like once a month. Um, and, you know, um, you know they, they held back a couple of Gigantamax forms and stuff like that. You know, I, I think... I kind of wondered if the live service model is starting to like have some fatigue, you know, um, because the we, we've seen in Pokemon go, the fans are just um, revolting like in wholesale form and poke against Pokemon go, go. And I think that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the live service model, um, you know, they, they, they modeled it after Pokemon Go. We saw that, you know, that's where the raids came from. They saw how successful the raids were in Pokemon uh, Go, and they copied that in Pokemon Sword and Shield, and now Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. But we are now seeing, like, people are mad at Pokemon Go. Like, I don't think Pokemon Go can do anything right. I saw people complaining about the Cleaver raids, you know, and the Cleaver raid was a three-star raid. No one cares and people were so mad about it. People were mad about how they're dealing with Larvesta. And to be fair, Larvesta should be a pain in the butt to evolve. And people just don't give a they they just don't care. They 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 get really angry about it. And you know, I I and so we've seen like just ridiculous amounts of fatigue in Pokemon Go. And Pokemon Go is also you know, here's here want something to make you feel old. Um Pokemon Go is like turning seven years old. Uh, so they've only got like three years left on that game uh, until they probably reboot it like they did with uh, Ingress. And I don't know how they'll do that. Um, but, you know, uh, and and also Pokemon Go is allegedly, allegedly not doing so hot right now. Um, I guess I'm going on a tangent about this. There was a news story that Niantic went out of its way to dispute, which made me laugh um you know niantic usually doesn't like comment on like uh the the 
stuff like this. So uh, there was a report by a, uh, a online a mobile app tracker called, I believe it was Sensor Tower, and they're they're, they're pretty no they they do analytics on uh, apps, and they it's all based on downloads and uh, like they they have a formula basically where it's based on like downloads, active users, and also like how you are performing on um, uh, the chart on like uh, the, the top selling charts and stuff like that. And they like calculate how much money your app is probably making. And, you know, for a long, and that's how we get like, Oh, Pokemon go is make, has made $5 billion and stuff like that. You know, it's, we don't actually know that Niantic's not a publicly traded company. Uh, we don't have access to their balance sheet or anything like that. We, you know, they don't have to report earnings uh, because they're they're privately held. Um, so this is, you know, stuff like the sensor tower estimates are the only way we have to track that. And according to sensor tower, April was the lowest month of revenue that they've had that they've, you know, based on their calculations that Pokemon Go has had in years. And the antic actually went out of the way to say, no, we're doing just fine. Uh, we're We're doing fine. And that any and the funny thing was they didn't directly dispute that like sales were down in 2023. Uh, they just basically said, uh, uh, you know, it's it's a cyclical thing. It's you know we haven't seen any impact based on the really controversial moves that we've made. Um, and and they also said that their revenue year to date was actually up compared to 2022. Now, mind you, in 2022 they were also dealing with the fan revolt. Um, so it's, it's been, um, it's been an interesting one. Uh, so yeah. And, uh, I, I saw, uh, school R, I, I hope I said that right. Uh, said that I heard they're starting to drop support on Pokemon go to move teams to new monster hunter game. I mean, they, they, they are working on a new monster hunter game. Uh, that one is, should be pretty big in Japan. The cool thing about that monster hunter game is something that, they really should implement in Pokemon Go. So in Monster Hunter, uh, in that game, you will be able to tag monsters. So like you're walking down the street, you're playing Monster Hunter Go, and then you see like a monster and you know you can't defeat it on your own. So you can tag that monster, go to a place where your friends are at, and then battle that monster together. And I think that's like a nice compromise to what is happening with remote raids right now. Like, and I, I say this, I think that what Pokemon Go has done with the remote braids is a travesty. However, I do understand how that system has been kind of abused on some level. Um, then, and that, you know, there are people like, it's one thing, like if, if I were to play with some of the, the, the folks in our chat, I don't see an issue with that. However, I do know that there are people who, are able to abuse that system and abuse it. Like there's, there's entire like discords where they're just doing uh, raids and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, and then to some level that's fine, but you know, I understand how it's like against like the spirit of the game and all that, that nonsense. Um, you know, but I, I like the idea of, you know, like my big issue with Pokemon Go raids is that I don't play with anybody locally. I, I didn't play with anybody locally when I was actively playing it. I had a couple of friends who played Pokemon Go. Um, sometimes, uh-oh, we have some breaking news. Breaking oh! news, Jim's here! It's ruined! 
Oh, man. Wonderful show going on. It was really Jim fun. is here. I am so so sorry, everyone, uh, for for being late. Uh, duty called, and I had to go. I had to go answer, go do some of that stuff. Uh, but I am here, Christian. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. I've been doing nothing but talk for the last forty. Hey, this is great. Minutes. Oh wow! Now the chat is is just now now they're all acting up. Now the gym's showing up. Now I gotta I gotta be that stern parent. Chat, you behave yourselves. Yeah, you're all going to your room. We have been talking about live service Pokemon games and whether or not the fatigue is starting to show. Uh, oh, so interesting. It, yeah. Well, so, yeah. Go ahead. Well, what? so I I mean, look, you know me. I have been. Um, I have been probably the biggest cheerleader for uh, for live service for live service stuff coming uh, coming to Pokemon. Now I understand that for all intents and purposes, um, you know the live stream, you know live ser- the live service stuff that we currently have is like raids and and things like that. I you know the thing that I know you know a lot of people get really upset about or anytime I mention it everyone gets all antsy is I think I think the mainline game should have a season pass. I think if you had a season pass that you either that you capped off um with like with big raids right like you do these events every once in a while that kind of bring everyone together. Now, big question is, can Nintendo's online servers handle a lot of people all showing up at once for a certain thing? I mean, who knows? But neither here nor there. Um, I mean, and, you know, caller asking, isn't the DLC basically that? I guess, look, I, one of the things I love so much, and we haven't really talked about it in a while, but about Pokemon Unite is the season pass. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing that actually gets me to play the game way more than maybe I would. I love the game. But the season pass in Unite brings me to that game. It makes me come back, and and that's and that's where I think you know it's <laughs> Superboy in the chat. Pokemon presents a Fortnite experience. The, the season passes are not exclusive to Fortnite. They're not exclusive to Call of Duty. Um, but I think if you were able to throughout. Like if you just if you just set like quests in in Scarlet and Violet, right? Catch mm-hmm. one, catch one hundred Geo dudes or something, or like, and then you get like a hat or a cosmetic or something no like that, right? Ever do that, right? But like, but it like depending on like what they were. So like, you would do that to gain the experience points, which would then unlock, you know, one of the biggest issues that we have in Scarlet and Violet is the cosmetic stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. there's there aren't enough uh, options, right? And so. Um, so I think if, uh, they figured that out, right. A scholar says, you know, he's not, I'm not paying for home online and a season pass for an unfinished game. Now that's set. I, I a hundred percent agree, whatever, but what if the season pass bundled in a home subscription, right? Like if they figured out what the sweet spot price was for that and you got access to home where then if you didn't do it, you didn't like lose everything in home. You just couldn't access home. Right. Kind of thing. Right. Um, I think that would maybe be um, amenable to a larger, you know, to, to a larger audience or like even some kind of even an online store, right? Like it that's, you know, for cosmetics and, and just stuff like that. Like, like, like I said, I think you, I think unite does it perfectly. Yeah. I can see that. 
you know, with the, with the cosmetics for Pokemon and for, uh, you know, for your avatar and things like that, like that to me really, I think rounds it out. Uh, so this all came about because I, so they announced another Scarlet and Violet raid and sure. the, 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 the reaction, the crowd went mild over it. <laughs> and I wondered, and this kind of led to, uh, the, the, the discourse was, you know, is, is how the Pokemon company and, and you saw how like Pokemon go, um, has, you know, basically their fans are telling them just to get bent. Um, sure. You know, so I wondered if the live service model was uh, totally, you know, collapsing or if they needed to, like, change pace. Because I just think that the raid based model is really there. The, the, the Pokemon boring. Scarlet and Violet just isn't doing it for me the way that Sword and Shield's raids were. Like, I did all of those raids for Sword, right. and, Sword and Shield. Um, and, you know, that's and and uh, you know i guess but i think really- a lot of that was but is i think the overall experience you know i hate to say it was better in in sword and shield yeah i i mean i think it was i mean i think the raids are you know not as messy <laughs> but i but like listen but that like but that's what i'm saying too right like i would rather to work towards a really great raid and opportunity mm-hmm. than to have these random meh raid yeah. opportunities uh uh throughout right like if you were going to make me work to get a really good raid opportunity mm-hmm. uh, give me that well, all day um but again right like but you know it, it's it, it's in it's a way to uh, uh, further extend the life of these games that I that I feel like just having the raids is 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 not enough. Um, they, and like I think one of the other one one of the other things too is, uh, like there the, some of the Pokemon. There's no real reason to like want to go do it or it's like oh you know what i'll i'll pass on this one it's fine it, it doesn't matter uh there isn't you know enough like must see tv kind of uh things happening in the game yeah so, it, no it, i i think you're right I, I i really think you're right and i also think that just the nature of the terror aids you know it's not a chestnut with the rock type it's just not as interesting <laughs> right as like a Gigantamax Snorlax, you know, right? Um, like a new Gigantamax form just isn't as cool as oh, and then don't get me wrong, like we talked about uh, a couple few weeks ago, like Chestnut is a, a, an interesting Pokemon. Like un- perhaps I don't I don't know if it's underrated or not, but it hasn't been available in a few years. Right. Um, and you know, uh, you know, but it coming out of the vault, so to speak, is not enough for people to get like excited about this, right? No, um, or even, or like, give me, if they're, if they're going to do the terror, you know, the terror raids and whatever, give me a, give me a really cool typing, right? Like give me one. I wouldn't expect, give me one that like, give me one. That's a little OP, right? Mm-hmm. And then just like ban it from competitive. I don't care. Like me as a, as a, uh, an everyday user like i'd rather have the more op like oh crap make it hard for me to get kind of pokemon uh and and kind of just have it and maybe you know use it when i'm you know beating up on my kid with it but uh but but like 
But even, the, even those don't exist. I think like stuff like a guaranteed shiny might be, you know, like kind of that 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 might do it, or like you know, kind of like how Pokemon Go has done like costumes or something like that. Yeah, yep. that that uh, you know, the problem is is that Pokemon Game Freak doesn't want to have to future proof costume uh, costumes, sure. and so I think that's the big issue. Sure. Um, um, uh, and and something completely different totally different moving away from this topic of conversation jim i am going to need you to use your 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 bully magic on pokemon center oh for what because we definitely need the new pokemon hand puppets that they just put up (laughs) i'm sorry what so that's right they have they have made hand puppets that they have made hand puppets of. Give me a second. I'm I'm pulling up all of them. Oh no! Uh, Slowpoke, Psyduck, Marshtomp. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Quagsire. Oh my goodness! That's right. You can you can finally do what you've always wanted to to Psyduck. Stop it! Uh, <laughs> these things are twenty six dollars. I mean. I think twice. That's why I said go. Quags Quagsire looks like just a lump of fabric. No, I mean with, he looks with, like that. With I mean that's what he looks like in general. But like apparently, apparently it's an eight-inch puppet. That's a that's a that's a hefty puppet, my friend. So, anyways, oh you're going to need to get the Pokemon Company to send those over to us. Because wow. we that's only- it. Well, Wild podcast has appeared theater. Here we go. I was about to say <laughs> you need to have one sent to each of our houses, <laughs> and then we we're just, only we going do, to do these podcasts. Do the podcast. The hand puppets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> that would be here's here's an interesting here's an interesting thing, and I wonder if this has anything to do. with merchandise so i'm on the the pokemon center website right now and right now under featured characters mm-hmm. here are the characters listed don't look don't go looking christian okay did you look already i haven't i i, okay. I specifically i specifically didn't there are six okay can you can you name them uh pikachu yep eevee yep charizard yep gengar yep I do not know what the other two would be. Hmm. I'll give you one guess. Okay. Well, just give me, you'll give you one more guess and then I'll tell you. Just guess. I don't know. Like, mm, I, I, it's got to be something Gen 1 and something a little bit yep. weird. So I'm going to go with like Marowak. Snorlax. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. And Piplup. Huh. I feel like Piplup is more popular than any one of us want to believe. We we literally talked about this like oh, the you? last episode that you didn't attend. Oh. We talked about, <laughs> about the most underrated Piplup starters. Was? Oh, okay. And was and, and Piplup is the one of the most underrated. Starters? No, no, Piplup is perfectly rated because that is like oh. so far away the most popular of the Gen Four starters. It's like yeah. not even funny. Like Piplup, Piplup was like like. I, I feel like their first real attempt to like recapture the Pikachu uh, lightning in a bottle. Mm. You know, like every every generation has a Pokemon that is very clearly the one they like best. And yep. Piplup 
is definitely it for that generation. It, it's Piplup, uh, Tepig uh, was Gen 5's like chosen favorite Pokemon. The, the amount <laughs> of like Tepig stuff is just like far and away like there's there's a lot more of it uh, than there are of like Snivy or uh, Oshawott. Although I guess Oshawott is not. Pip- Piplup has had quite a bit of merchandise. Oh, oh yeah, Piplup. I mean, you know, well, you remember Piplup was. Um, dawns like, yeah right you know, so um you know so there there's that and um yeah like so it was piplop tepig uh froki uh trying to think gen 7 is rowlet clearly freaking yeah, rowlet yeah. uh gen 8 of, of uh oh it would be score bunny uh yeah. although all three of those you know, uh, yeah, uh, but Score Bunny was the one that that. Yes. Came but I think Score Bunny had an unfair advantage in that uh, it Score Bunny's plays soccer. Yeah, yeah, and then of this current generation, it's Brigatito. Um, yeah, you know, so those those mm-hmm. are those are easily like the ones that the Pokemon Company points at and says, "You're going to be our money." Maker. These are the ones you will like. These are yeah. your anointed Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, you know, Quaxley is such a failure that in the new Pokemon <laughs> anime. Quaxley is like a secondary character. Like, like it's like, oh, like, you know, the main character has Sprigatito and the, the main boy character has Fue Coco and some random dude on TV has, you know, Quaxley. And so Quaxley gets like maybe like 30 seconds, you know, whenever like a television is on and that's it. Like Quaxley is the failed influencer of this generation. Uh, gonna go through um, just uh, real quick. Uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. 12 of the top selling items on Pokemon Center right now. Uh, because now I'm fast. Now I'm, I'm sucked in. I'm fascinated by no, this. No, this is always uh, top one on the list is the Paldea Evolved um, Pokemon TCG Elite Box Trainer set. Makes yep, sense. Hopefully they send that to me. Yep. Uh, number uh, number two and three, uh, Togepi and Snorlax, the Squishmallows. Yeah. yeah. Get that. Right. Uh, number four is a, a pearlescent Bulbasaur Funko Pop. Yeah, that's exclusive to the Pokemon Center. Po- exclusive to the Pokemon Center, which which I get. And then there's uh, a Marnie and Morpico uh, tin. Uh, but then a shiny Hisuian Zorua Poke plush. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that oh. anime was really popular. I mean, no, I understand. But, I understand. But... Go, oh, go okay, go ahead. Well, no, no, no. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that's specifically because that Hisu and Zoro, right? Zoro uh, was the one that was featured in the uh, Arceus anime, right? Right. Um, then the uh, Pikachu pearlescent pop, uh, mm-hmm. Sonia and Yampertin. Uh, but then here we go: a Volcarona sitting cuties. Okay. Okay. So, uh, okay. And yeah. then a Chandelure sitting cuties, which honestly. I'm gonna we're I'm gonna take credit for us for that. You know, um no most, one talks about Chandelure more than this show. The the that's true. <laughs> we do talk about our freaking love of that just glorious, glorious gaslighting SOB. <laughs> Literally, it's a gaslight. Uh, a killer gaslight. Um, the, the last two are TCG stuff, so we don't yeah. Do but the Chandelure, the Chandelure and the Volcarona are really the two things that surprised me, that surprised the heck out of me. So it's funny because the Gen Five Sending Cuties just came out pretty recently, right? And I'm kind of like waiting. I'm wondering when, you know, some more of that stuff's going to like be back in stock. 
now I'm like looking at the back in stock thing. Oh, so they've got a couple of things that are like getting back into stock eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I was like thinking about it because I still want my freaking, you know, Hisuian, um, uh, not Hisuian, uh, you know, uh, Galarian Articuno, and it's mm. still not in freaking um stock. And it's like, mm. give give it to me. I my want- biggest regret is not getting the Geo Dude sitting cutie. Oh, you know, I I don't even think they had those at so the Pokemon Center. When you yeah. go to one of these like Pokemon events, like live Pokemon events, um, you know, they had tons of the sitting cuties. And mm. I felt like it was basically whatever stock they had left over. Cause <laughs> right. it, it was like you couldn't find any like the actual popular ones. Like there was no like Bulbasaur or Pikachu sitting cuties. It was all like, you know, they they it was a lot of like Gen 2, Gen 3, Gen 4 stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but it really made me laugh, like which ones were in there, because I don't even I would have gotten you a Geodude. Uh, no, the Geodude was gone. Oh, the, the Gen One stuff. The only Gen One sitting cuties I saw saw were like stuff like Starmie. Like there's uh, a Starmie. I also didn't really now just I went to eBay just to see what the going price for a sitting cutie was, and it's mm-hmm. about thirty bucks, whatever. Yeah. But I didn't realize there was an All Star Collection Geodude that was made, I'm which is like a you know, which is just a little bit of a bigger version of the sitting cutie. I'm, oh, I missed out okay. on a bunch of Geodude uh, plush apparently, and I'm a little bit I'm a little upset. So. so it's funny. So, you know, um, uh, I guess spoiler alert, I'm I'm probably going to Japan here in a couple of months. Yeah. Um, and um, they they said like, oh, here's what you're going to be doing. And uh, now they think of like a specific itinerary, but they're like, oh, this is going to be, you know, some of the stuff. And they're like there. We will apparently be traveling to, oh, Pokemon, to the Pokemon Center to Pokemon places of interest in Tokyo which I can only assume to mean an actual Pokemon center. Ooh. So I'm, fun. I'm excited about that because I don't know what other Pokemon places of interest. I mean, maybe actually go to TPC headquarters. Yeah. Which I mean, that would be also speaking cool. of real quick. Cause I know we got to wrap this up, but yeah. going back to the live service conversation, um, uh, a live service aspect. And again, like even a, uh, uh, season pass aspect to the online TCG, mm-hmm. I think could be could be really interesting as well. Yeah, I could. Like I said, I, I'm really curious to see how Pokemon TCG Live does now it's officially yeah. out of beta. Like you know, if it yeah. does any better. Um, yeah. So, anyways, Pokemon. All right, let's get to the Pokemon fact of the week. Uh, so uh, you know, uh, nothing nothing too terrible this week. Talking about Swablu and Altaria. Uh, you know, which are both like pretty, pretty just normal Pokemon, to be honest. The the funny thing about uh, Altaria is is that it sings as it flies. So and it always sings in a soprano. So, you know, uh, that that kind of like makes me laugh that, you know, I, I really hope it's like in tune. You know, because could you just imagine this like big fluffy ball of cotton flying through the sky and just like singing like in a terrible like falsetto um like i think that would be really really funny and um uh swablu meanwhile uh you know uh it uses its wings to clean itself and others so it it's always uh it's always cleaning because it's uh got some ocd it, so it's it like when a, it's dirty it's like a, it's like a cat but just yeah a only a little bird it's a bird but a cat um swablu 
is another Swabble and Altaria and Altaria are A plus Pokemon designs. Oh yeah. Swablu Swablu is fantastic and I um uh I I believe that they um you know that that's like a, a quality Pokemon there. Yep. Um one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, no, and Altaria is one of those Pokemon where like I feel like it should be stronger than it actually is. I always think whenever I like, oh it's a dragon type, uh it's like, oh it must be great and Altaria is not. <laughs> Although, you know, it's got mega evolution, I think, right? Oh, uh, sorry, uh, CDBD uh, is correcting me on the TCG live that there is a battle pass. Um, yes, I have. I have not checked it out yet, so I. But it's it's it. like a free. Uh, the is it the premium? Do you can you pay money for the premium battle pass? Yeah, not, I, paid, I not paid for so. in real money. Oh, That's okay, because well, it's okay. totally free to so play. So a little different, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. Well, yeah, we'll you, see. You 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 do enough. Can I download stuff. that now? Like, is it out out or like I, yeah, I never understand? You can download when it now. When someone says like, "Oh, it's out of beta" or "It's in alpha" or whatever, like I never know what that means. Just tell mm-hmm. me, can I get it or no? Yes, you should be able to get it now. the The okay. big difference is is basically they're saying they're they're getting rid of the alternative. <laughs> That's oh. really what's going on. Right. Okay. Have they fixed the the code stuff too? Like the redeem that redeeming stuff because wasn't that broken for a while? It was broken. I think they fixed it though. Oh, okay, good. I got a giant stack just waiting to get waiting to get scanned in. Yeah. Uh, I went to go see if we had any reviews because I don't wasn't sure if you read any or not. No, I didn't yeah. read any because I I said okay, I was. Cool. We got it. oh, we got a whole bunch. Uh, all right, well, let's read some reviews. Best way yeah. to support the show. Yeah. Uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and we read it and then send an email to PokemonPodCB at gmail.com and we'll send you a sticker. This yeah. one is from Yeterco. Your pod is awesome. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Uh, it's from Poke Kid. Amazing. This podcast uh, is complete awesomeness. Uh, how can Mew be shiny and normal if there is only one Mew? That uh, That's a fair question. That's a fair question. Well, I, I assume that Mew can reproduce. No, there's only one Mew. Mew was pregnant once. No, Mew, Mew just Mew just appeared from the cosmos. Is how, no, I, how I believe. Um, I, I I think that Mew t- it was uh well, we're not going to talk about how Mew makes more right. Mews. Okay. Well, all right. Uh, this one's from Catergator067. I love you guys. This is definitely the best Pokemon podcast, at least in my opinion. You guys are awesome and have all the latest news. I listen every single week. Keep up the great work. Um, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and I know, you know, uh, we'll probably, we'll, we'll have a proper birthday show next week when everyone is back mm-hmm. uh, i will be doing it from uh not from where i normally do it i'll be doing it from new york uh going home to go visit some folks but i'm bringing my mic bringing my cam i'll be good to go for a proper birthday celebration because i can't believe we've been doing this for four years i know it was like really <laughs> moving me out like i did not realize that i i knew that we four turned- years and it could end tomorrow only to be replaced by a wild zelda has appeared Uh, comicbook.com's official zelda that's that's what i need to do i need to end the show before zelda comes out so that way 
uh, I will forever be able to hold over your head that you had your opportunity at the Zelda episode and you We're not allowed to talk about it. Jim. You could it didn't have to be about the new game. It could have been about Zelda in general. No one wants to talk about You had the old an opportunity games. to we talk about talk Majora's about the Mask. New game that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. <laughs> All right, folks, if you want to continue the conversation, you can find the show at Pokemon Pod CB uh, on on Twitter. Uh, You can our brand new discord has been awesome. Um, So make sure you check that out. We'll tweet the link one more time for folks listening. Otherwise, we'll put it in the chat for uh, for some new folks there. But it it has been uh, great, 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 great. Um, So make sure you get in on there. A lot of folks sharing memes, sharing gamer codes. I'm talking about Zelda. Um, the news feed is in there. So if you like, you know, let's say you're like three or four days behind on Pokemon news, you could just head on over to that channel and catch up with a few swipes of your fingers. Uh, other than that, uh, you can find me at Jim Viscardi. You can find Christian at C Hoffer C bus. You can find Megan at, at Megan Peters CB. Let her know you missed her. And uh, we'll see you at same time, same place next week, folks. Have a great one. Bye.